Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, November 7, 2023. Stand up for your country. We have an interesting broadcast this evening. We're going to have Kelsey Grammer uh, talk about the changing culture in uh, television and comedy uh, because it's changing rapidly. Uh, very interesting subject to me. And a lot of politics because Joe Biden's having a very hard time of it. Um, new poll out today. Reuters, 39% job approval, lowest number in the Reuters polls. Reuters is a left-wing news agency. Um, and on every front, you can see that uh, President Biden is having trouble. That is a subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Vote less than a year away. Primaries two months from now, just about. Okay. So uh, things are really coming up fast. Now, A bunch of stuff happened over the last few days, which is being misreported, misanalyzed. So I'm going to walk through this. Um, The Democratic Party, like the Republican Party, really doesn't have a formal leader. All right, Nancy Pelosi was, but she's not the House Speaker anymore. So it's kind of a, but there is a leader, and I'm going to tell you in a moment who that is. Um, but signals are starting to be sent through the media about President Biden. The first salvo was David Axelrod on CNN. He was President Obama's top advisor. Roll the tape. I mean, there's just a lot of concern about the age issue, and uh, and that is something that I think he needs to. Uh, ponder, just do a check and say, is this the right thing uh, to do? 
Now, Axelrod doesn't go on television and say that without consulting with Barack Obama. He doesn't just do it. Okay, these guys are very, very precise in what they say. So the president, former president himself, goes on a podcast and says this. Go. You can pretend to speak the truth. You can speak one side of the truth. And in some cases, you can try to maintain your moral innocence, but that won't solve the problem. And so if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean, that all of us are complicit to some degree, All right, talking about the Hamas attack on Israel. Well, number one, I'm not complicit in the attack at all. Okay, so right there, uh, Mr. Obama is wrong. And I don't think you're complicit watching and listening to me across the world. I don't think you are. I mean, my tax dollars, hard-earned tax dollars, have gone into Gaza and Israel to try to help the innocent people in both places. Well, I'm not complicit in anything. Okay? Now, Barack Obama had eight years in office. Donald Trump had four. Biden has had three. And the situation with Hamas is as bad as it's ever been. Now, maybe they're complicit. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. All I know is that Hamas is a terror group. They want to kill every Jew they can kill. And they started the war a month ago. That's what I know. That's the truth. Not my truth. Not Barack Obama's truth. Not part the truth. That's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Okay. All right. Now, by saying what he said, Barack Obama distances himself from Joe Biden. Again, this is not done by accident. So Biden is what the cliche goes all in to support Israel and condemn Hamas. Even though Biden is so befuddled, it's a ceasefire now, it's maybe this, it's that. I, you know, who knows what he's going to say the next hour. But Obama sent a message here that we shouldn't be 100% for Israel. That's the message. And Biden is at this point. Might back away. Now, here's what I said on the Leland Vitterd show on News Nation last night. Go. And his own party is turning on him, as you rightly pointed out, with Barack Obama, who really is the leader of the Democratic Party. All right. Joe Biden isn't the leader of anything. All right. Barack Obama is more influenced by far than uh, Joe Biden does. So the message that um, the former president, uh, Obama, sent to Joe Biden was, don't run. Now, I may be overstating that, but I don't think so. Because you haven't heard a lot from Barack Obama or David Axelrod negative about Biden. They're stalwart Democrats. They're not going to criticize another Democrat. It just doesn't happen. Okay? But now, he's starting to get, they're getting nervous. 
whole democratic structure is getting nervous. And Obama is the Yoda, Y-O-D-A, of the Democratic Party. So Democrats in the United States, if it's, are you going to listen to Obama or Biden, you know which way that's going to go. So the signals are being sent. Now, I hate to use this next soundbite because I don't like to involve myself with these people on MSNBC. I mean, you know how I feel about that network. It's just a propaganda thing, top to bottom. But this morning, Joe Scarborough, he didn't really like Obama being thrown under the... uh, He didn't like Biden. I got to get my thoughts precise here. Scarborough did not like Biden getting thrown under the bus. Go. You can keep going on and on about, you know, then after that, it's like, okay, well, maybe he's good. Then it's like, now he's too old. Then he delivers a State of the Union address. And I explain, so, again, Joe Biden's been underestimated his entire life. He's being underestimated now. This is not a smart, uh, not not smart bet to bet against him. All right. So he's sticking up for Biden. Now, it's interesting because Scarborough was once a congressman. Republican from Florida. But when you have the paycheck coming in, and maybe it's unfair of me, could be, but I've seen so much in my close to 50 years in the media. When you have the paycheck coming in, you kind of, well, maybe I'll be a Democrat now. Nicole Wallace, same thing on MSNBC. She worked for uh, Bush the Younger. Now the paycheck's coming out. But Again, I could be being unfair here. All right, maybe they have had some kind of conversion of clarity of thought. I don't know. So Joe Biden now is controversial in his own party. Okay? And uh, he's going to get more controversial because today David Weiss, a special counsel in Delaware involved with the Hunter Biden case, testified uh, closed door front of the House Judiciary Committee, that's Jim Jordan. Uh, And tomorrow we'll analyze it because I don't have the stuff yet. Remember, when stuff leaks out, which it will, on Weiss, I got to check it. I can't just run it like everybody else does. I don't do that. So I got to check stuff that comes out before I put it on the air. I'm sorry, that's just old school journalism. But I'll have it for you tomorrow. We'll know what Weiss said, at least some of it. All right, so summing up, the impeachment might come next. Um, Certainly Comer and uh, the other committee head in the Republican side wants that. You know, he's not going to get thrown out, but it'll it'll be revenge for the Trump impeachment. And uh, I still stand by my prediction that uh, Biden's not going to be on the 24 presidential ballot. But of course, it's just a prediction. And, um, you know, and that's a memo. All right, Joe Biden, today uh, it was uh, White House Demo Day. I have no idea what that is. So I asked myself, please find out what White House Demo Day is. And it's uh, a bunch of stuff that's funded by the federal government, designed to improve American lives and shape our collective future. So that they're having discussions and little uh, presentations at the White House about Demo Day. That's what he did today. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? 
With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Okay, now to Trump. So Donald Trump knows he's going to be convicted in New York. Everybody knows. So this is not a fair trial. It's a civil action. It's the third most radical left state in the union behind California and Illinois. Um, You know, the attorney general is as progressive as you can get. and The judge is liberal. And the judge makes the decision, no jury. So Trump's going to get convicted of fraud in his business practices. He'll have to pay a fine. He'll appeal it all the way up to the Supreme Court, probably. And that's why he's misbehaving. He's yelling at the judge. He's calling uh, the attorney general, Letitia James names. He's just blowing it all up, basically saying it's a farce, so I'm going to treat it that way. I'm not treating it seriously because it isn't serious. That's what Donald Trump is doing. Okay. How it turns out? You know, if or if I had a bet, I mean, he'll get maybe a hundred million dollar fine, something like that. Okay, so George Soros is uh, very much behind uh, Attorney General uh, James in New York. Donated money to her. So did his son. So did his son's wife. So did a bunch of California billionaires. So this is a uh, machine. Uh, progressive uh, district attorney. Progressive Attorney General. This is a state prosecution. Okay, just so you know. I don't, I'm sure you knew that, but I'll tell it again. All right, let's go to a story that's not being covered very widely, and that's Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked on November 6th, a year ago, 2023, in his own home in San Francisco, uh, 82 years old, Paul Pelosi. You remember the story. Some nut broke in, David DePape, 43, uh, threatened uh, Mr. Pelosi with a hammer or something. Cops came, arrested the guy. There are two actions against this guy, DePape, who's obviously a nut. 
All right, a federal action, and the charge there is attempted kidnapping of a federal official, assault on the immediate family of a federal official. So if you're a family member of a congressperson or senator, you are a federal official. Okay. State is uh, attempted murder, assault, elder abuse, on and on and on and on. Now, the paper is pled not guilty. That is stupid, but I don't think he's in control of himself because he is guilty. Now, in the trial, we're going to find out what the motivation was and how he actually got in. Because remember, there are all kinds of conservative, far-right conspiracy theories about this case. Remember? That he knew to pay, that Pelosi knew him, that there was a gay component. I, you know, it was terrible. And I condemned it. And you remember that. Now we're going to do testimony and we'll find out what really happened. What I think happened was this guy's a maniac to pape, right? He got in to the house. We'll find out how. And he menaced this man. And now he's going to go to federal prison for 20 years. I think that's what's going to happen. All right. Housing affordability hits a 39-year-old, 39-year low, according to Intercontinental Exchange, Inc., which tracks the stock. Here's the interesting part of this. All right. Typical monthly principal and interest payment on your mortgage up 94% over the last two years under Biden. So here is the hard stat. Okay. Under Trump, 30-year fixed rate mortgage was 3.11%. Under Biden, almost 8%. So how do you run on your Bidenomics? How? This is homes, shelter, in addition to food and fuel. Come on. It's insane. That's why Biden can never be reelected. All right. U.S. interest uh, debt. So we are paying this nation $1 trillion a year interest payments on our debt. One trillion dollars a year of taxpayer money flies out to pay interest on a debt. What does that mean? Well, I bought some treasury bonds. People all over the world buy treasury bonds and the treasury has to pay interest on them. And we're up to one trillion. So that's 16 percent of the entire federal budget going out. We get nothing for that because Biden is the biggest spender in history, all right? And he, not one thing can be cut. I asked my staff, find anything that the Democratic Party and Joe Biden wants to cut. There's nothing there. Spent, 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 spent. It's all right, paying a trillion dollars a year on interest rates. Smart life. This is a poll from Intuit. All right. Gen Z. So Gen Z people, Americans, were born between 1997 and 2013. So the oldest of them is 26 years old. Right. So Gen Z was asked in U.S. and Canada about their financial future. Seventy three percent of Gen Zers say they would rather have a better quality of life than extra money in the bank. That means they spend all their money. 
66% say they are only interested in finances as a way to support their hobbies and what they want, whatever that may be. All right. And 73% have no long-term goals. 68% say they only have enough money to cover their necessities. Nothing saved, set aside, invested. Now, this is big. It used to be in this country that self-reliance was taught, that you have to plan ahead, all right, for your future. Not anymore. So the younger people are not taught self-reliance. They're taught reliance on the federal government. So they think, Gen Z, yeah, when I get up to be retirement age, the government's going to give me money and a house and health care. It's going to be Holland. We'll be like Holland. No, we're not going to be like Holland. And you're going to be destitute. All right, so this is a smart life segment because, as I've said, if you don't plan ahead or teach your children and grandchildren to plan ahead, you're going to be in a horrible situation because we're running out of money in this country. That's why I just did the uh, trillion dollar payments, interest payments. We're running out of money. Okay, so you guys are going to be, you get up there 55 to 70, and you're going to be looking around and who knows what's going to be available. But you're not getting cradle to grave like they do in Sweden and Holland and those countries. not going to happen. But these people, they go blithely along, they spend all their money, they don't know anything about investing, they don't know anything about saving. Once again, I'll tell you, the smartest tip I ever got was from my father. Save 10% of all your take-home pay. I have ever since he told me that, I was 16 years old, working at Carvel, ice cream place. And from 16 to now, I've saved at least 10% of every bit of my take-home pay. I don't have to worry about any federal, state, government. I don't have to worry about any of that. Self-reliance. Smart life. And by the way, most younger Americans are selfish, but they've always been selfish. That's not new. The lack of self-reliance is, but wanting, 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 I want, I want, I want, where's mine, where's mine, where's that? That's not new. When you get into your 30s, if you're still selfish, you're heading for trouble. But younger people are self, just like children. So in this segment, we were supposed to have Kelsey Grammer talking about the big change in entertainment, uh, TV and movies, which is really something I haven't seen in my adult lifetime. Uh, But we have technical problems. You know, we're dependent on so many things um, to get uh, people around the world in here. 95% of the time, we're good, Uh, but there's always that 5%, so um, I'm sorry about that. I know I teased it up top. Tomorrow, we'll do um, an extensive segment on entertainment and information flow and how it's changing, and for the worse, I think, absolutely, Uh, but we'll do that tomorrow. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need 
looking to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Now, in Philadelphia, there is a big Heart Association conference, and uh, they talk about pot among older Americans. So apparently binge drinking and marijuana use over 65 rose 450 percent between 2015 and 19. The last stats available. So the seniors want to get stoned. They want and I'm laughing because I shouldn't laugh. It's not good for you, and this bears it out. So there's an unpublished study. It'll come out soon. You're getting ahead here. That if you do use marijuana on a regular basis and you're over 65, your heart attack risk goes way up, way up. Um, and it just makes sense that if you're going to ingest a powerful drug into your system, it's going to affect your body. It's okay. Whether it be if you're drinking a quart of vodka a night or whether it's a big marijuana cigarette or whatever it is, what are they going to get away with all this? Now, the left has pushed this since 1965. Oh, yeah, no, our marijuana is harmless. Oh, 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 baloney. And now, with the legalization, you have social disorder. I mean, you go to a concert with your kid, with the exception of some people that don't. But, you know, the marijuana smoke hitting you in the face. You want your 12-year-old daughter to be enveloped with marijuana at a show? Is that what you want? I mean, come on. You walk down the streets of San Francisco or New York City, and it's just like pot smoke everywhere quality of life. What is this? All right. There should not be public intoxication, period. Want to get intoxicated? Stay in your basement or in your tent or whatever you're doing. It's social disorder. But the left doesn't care. And I'm blaming it on the left because there's very, very few conservative individuals in this country that think legalization of marijuana is a good thing. And we're not talking medical marijuana now. We're talking recreational. 
So now if you're older and, you know, the people, the younger people who are getting, you know, addicted to marijuana and that's a mental addiction like cigarettes, what do you think is going to happen to you? Okay. This day in history, uh, November 7, 1980, um, the most popular movie star in the world died at age 50. Steve McQueen, November 7th, okay, heart attack in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. McQueen, beginning in 1970, was the highest paid actor in the world. Roll the tape. Unfortunately, you were shot down anyway. So we are both grounded for the duration of the war. Well, you speak for yourself, Colonel. You have other plans. I haven't seen Berlin yet, from the ground or from the air, and I plan on doing both before the war is over. Are all American officers so ill-mannered? About 99%. Then perhaps while you are with us, you will have a chance to learn some. 10 days isolation health. Captain health. 20 days. Right. Great Escape, excellent movie. So McQueen's story is very interesting. He was a Marine and um, he contracted lung cancer. And the doctor said it was because of asbestos in his system that he picked up in the military, young man. So he didn't want to die, obviously. I mean, the man is just a megastar. And uh, he goes to all these alternative treatments and winds up in Juarez, where there's some quack doctor says, look, I'm gonna do surgery on you to take out this big tumor. His American doctor said, hey, Steve, you do that, you're gonna die. And that's what happened. So McQueen went into the operation uh, on a diet of nothing but black coffee and vitamins. And uh, shortly after the operation in Juarez, he's dead. All right, so that happened 43 years ago today, Steve McQueen. All right, good mail segment and a final thought that you will find amusing, I believe. And we can all use a little amusement. Can we agree on that? We'll be right back. All right, let's go to the mail. We got Kathleen, concierge member, the Trump, the Trump trial. Is this what we endure for all of the upcoming cases? The judge will rule against Trump. But right now, I believe there's a strong case for the judge to lose his position because he's admitting he's prejudiced. Look, this is New York. It's a state beef. And this is what you get. So in this state, New York state, the entire criminal and civil justice system has collapsed. This has collapsed. Uh, if you file a civil lawsuit here or some politician wants to get you, you're going to get killed. You go to family court in New York State, you're going to get massacred. All right, because it's just not, doesn't function. It takes years to even get your case heard. And criminal, you can do whatever you want. They're not going to hold you. They'll dismiss the charges 60% of the time. So, yes, it is about Donald Trump, and he is making a farce out of this because it is a farce. Daniel Fang, El Dorado Hills, California. As horrific as it may be, why doesn't the United States and Israel release the unedited raw footage of Hamas atrocities? It is on the Internet. All right, I wouldn't show it on this broadcast. I mean, look, 
if I tell you a baby was beheaded and 200 women were raped, believe me, I don't know why you have to see the baby beheaded. I don't want to see it. But I understand your point. They wouldn't change any minds anyway. They'll say the footage is doctored. They'll, you know what they do. It's not like a world that people believe what they want to believe, no matter what. Um, Michael Gibson, the Grenadines in the Caribbean. Beautiful. Grenadines are just beautiful. Regarding the Israeli-Hamas war, why are we not hearing anybody calling for Hamas to surrender unconditionally? Well, because they're not going to do that. So I don't know. You know, I, it's not a subject that's being debated with any credibility because terrorists don't do that. They're willing to die. Becky Oakley Benton, Kentucky. I'm looking for a book or some other source of the history of Israel that is non-biased. Well, good luck. If you find one, let me know. All of the books about the Middle East are written from a point of view. Now, I steer people to Exodus, Leon Uris's book, because that gives you a good foundation of how this whole thing started. But the best book is Killing the SS, and then after you read Killing the SS, you read Killing the Killers. You read those two books, you got it. Uh, Larry Moody, wait a minute. I'm skipping somebody. I'll get to you, Larry. Susan Paul, Ormond Beach, Florida. I just want to say I've been watching you for years, O'Reilly. Even Inside Edition. Wow, that goes back, huh? Great advice for the folks about small claims court and going to the police desk sergeant for help. My husband was in law enforcement 30 years. He always helped friends and neighbors. Listen, that was a good tip. Thank you for noticing that, Susan. You got to protect yourself. You got to know what the small claims situation is in your county, and you got to know the cops. Larry Moody, Madison, Virginia. You say people believe what they want to believe. I ran across it the other day, but there is a quote from Cardinal Newman. This is a good quote, by the way. We can believe what we choose, but we are answerable for what we choose to believe. That is absolutely true. So in the totalitarian societies, in the terror precincts, they believe whatever they want to believe. That it's okay to murder Jews and infidels. But they got to be held accountable for that belief. Cardinal Newman. Very good, Larry. Chris Zinn, Franktown, Colorado. Bill, I uh, love how you... Bill, I love how on your new show... You add history and education. It's unique. It's not a new show. This drives me nuts. <laughs> so everybody knows me in this country. I have a very high Q. I think it's around 85%. A Q rating means people know your name. All right? And wherever I go in public, 99% of the people are nice to me. But they... A lot of them say, oh, we miss you on television. We've been on television ever since I left Fox News six and a half years ago. The first TV, direct TV, no spin news on BillOReilly.com, and a whole bunch of other places, YouTube, Tubo, Fubo, I don't even know. But we're on TV all over the place. 
But the problem is that there is a percentage of Americans, maybe 40, 45 percent, that don't use any alternative media at all. They still do what they did 35 years ago. And that's what I'm going to get at tomorrow. Okay, got the clicker. Turn the set on. Watch what's on there. Turn the set off. That's it. So I get a lot of mail. Guys like Chris say, well, you got a new show. Not new. We're the most successful independent news agency in the world. Because the 60% of people who do use other media now, they know. And here's something very interesting. When I was at Fox News, we had surveys about who was watching. Ideological surveys, and I've told you this before. But it was about 50% conservative, about 30% independent, and 20% liberal. That was the average ideological audience to watch the factor. But it was an older audience. Um, It was 35 to 54, and then above 54. That's who was watching. Now it's much younger. So my son is playing lacrosse in England, okay? And uh, his lacrosse team is ranked second in the southern part of that country. He's plays for Oxford. So he's warming up to play um, Bristol, all right? And five or six of the Bristol players come up to him because he has O'Reilly on the back of his jersey. And they go, are you Bill O'Reilly's son? (laughs) This is in England. And he looks at him and he goes, yeah. Sometimes he doesn't admit he doesn't admit it. He goes, yeah. How do you know my father? He goes, YouTube. He goes, we all watch her on YouTube. This is Bristol University out by Wales. And uh, so so he texts me. He goes, I can't get away. (laughs) And that's true. It's all over the world now. I'm going to and I'll prove it to you in a moment. Um, Peter. Chuchia, Huntington Station, New York. Just want to say all your books should be required reading, Bill. Just finished Witches. Loved it. I learned so much from you over the years. I appreciate the straight truth. We appreciate you reading the book, Peter. Thank you very much. Jan Brotherton, Bedford, Virginia. Just finished reading Killing the Witches. A perfect read. I learned a lot. Hey, Killing the Witches is doing phenomenal. If you haven't read it, you can get it free. If you re-up or sign up for a premium membership, concierge membership on BillOReilly.com or any of my other killing books, if you read which, you can get them free. But uh, if you haven't gotten this book, it, it'll hold your interest. You will learn a lot. And it's a great Christmas gift. Fabulous. And that leads us to the Christmas store. We got all 13 killing books bundled for you. Uh, and if you order them, you get my concert, my live concert, you're the only ones who will see it. So it is a really good deal. And if you get, buy the 13 books, you can give them for gifts. You can have them in your library. You can do whatever you want with them. Keep some, give some away. Great deal. And then we have uh, the mugs. Um, I love this. Team Normal mug. And then we got uh, Stand Up for Your Country mug. And the mugs are fabulous. Uh, and then we get the Christmas ornaments that we have every year. They always fly on out because they're classy. They're really nice and a whole bunch of stuff. So get that Christmas shopping underway, BillOReilly.com. Word of the day, don't be feckless, F-E-C-K-L-E-S-S. 
Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. I'm back with an amusing final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here is the final thought of the day. For the first time, I have received a fan letter from China. Okay, we get fan letters from everywhere in the world, but I've never gotten one from China. So this guy, Chen, he lives in Shanghai. Look at this. This is a pretty neat uh, envelope. I'm going to keep this. All right. And he, he writes perfect English, loves the presentation. And I said, wow, this is real. And I wrote him back. I wrote him back. This is great. Um, the People's Republic of China, PR China. Okay. So we're uh, getting through. Hey, Chen, if you're watching tonight, spread the word. Now, there are restrictions about what you can consume as far as information in China. So it's very interesting to see certain parts of the world. You know, the worst was when I was working at Fox, Europe. They were terrible. Blocking us, this and that. Now it's hard to block because we go out on BillOReilly.com, the internet, very hard for them to block that. Russia, forget it. Although the Russians do see um, our broadcasts through the internet, the Russian people. Obviously, you guys speak English. However, uh, I got a uh, text from a friend of mine who went to Frankfurt to see the NFL game on Sunday. All right? So he's in Frankfurt, Germany, and he's watching the No Spin News on YouTube. And the commercials come up, in German. He goes, it was so weird that your, your broadcast is there, I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden, the German commercials come up. So I got to check my sales guys. Do we get a piece of this, these German commercials? And that's how it is, a changing world here, about information flow. Um, and some of it's good and some of it isn't good. So tomorrow, I'm going to bring you into uh, the news agencies and the entertainment agencies. I mean, I'm not a big television consumer anymore. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't have time to do it. I got to read and stuff like that and keep on top of things. But do I want to watch Bachelor Old Guy? What's the name of that? Golden Bachelor? No. (laughs) You would have to... Force me at gunpoint to watch that show. It's a huge hit. Some old guy, and it would, I was watching a Jet game. Don't even get me started on the Jets, by the way. I was watching a Jet game, and all of a sudden, ABC's running this old guy bachelor thing. And I'm going, what? What, what, what is this? 
So apparently some senior guys trying to convince senior gals to go out with him. And it's a TV show. And I, I don't know where they go. Do they go down to the villages and drive around the golf cart, play pickleball? I, I don't know what they do. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm going to myself, this is what it's come to? Now we have old guy bachelor? <laughs> and they do it, ABC and the others, because it's cheap. It didn't cost any money. See, to do Blue Bloods or FBI or Magnum, Hawaii, NCIS, that costs money. You gotta get screenwriters, you gotta get actors, you gotta get directors, lighting, production. To do Old Guy Bachelor, you hire some guy, you pay him nothing, and, and eight women who apparently wanna be there for I don't know what reason they would. I'm not going to disparage the old guy. I'm an old guy, all right? Old guys should stick together, but I'm not sticking with this guy. No. But you got uh, the masked singer. What is that one? What, what is that? How can you sing with a mask on? I mean, I don't understand that. And Dancing with the Stars, that's like 80 years old now. They started with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. <laughs> so that's all right. Then they have the island, that you go to the island and try to survive. I mean, it's like numbing. And I'm going, who is watching all this? Now, I understand and I support diversionary entertainment. Sometimes you got to watch mindless stuff. Certainly, I mean, I have in my past watched a lot of mindless stuff. But now, and, and this stuff that, that's coming on, I'm just, whoa, never going back. It's never going to go back to Bonanza and to uh, the Untouchables and never, never going back because it's too expensive. And people are, you know, the advertisers are losing money in the news industry. You used to send people all over the world. I was pretty much the last one. I went all over the world, been to 85 countries. I covered everything you can imagine on their dime. Companies paid for me to go. That doesn't happen anymore. They're not doing it. They're doing news on the cheap, particularly local news. They're hiring people $70,000 in big markets to come in. They don't know anything, but they're cheap. All right. So enough of that. I probably rambled too long. We appreciate uh, Chen <laughs> writing the fan letter. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. See you tomorrow.